This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to This is the G Podcast. It is episode 91. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. In a mask on, mask off, mask on world where we're going to talk about CDC guidelines in the news in a few minutes with Syracuse Mike, um, you know, and also uh, we just want to let you know that y'all don't own Simone. Uh, Simone just bowed out, you know, gracefully and, and, you know, rightfully so. It's her choice. Um, You know, some information on the January 6th commission testimony, um, if you didn't get a chance to hear some of it. We'll talk about that. And and don't forget the G podcast. We are going live on August 15th, uh, downtown ATL, Atlanta's first Black History Museum, the Apex Museum on Sweet Auburn. We'll give you updates on that in just a few minutes. Plus, um, you know, before we get rolling, y'all, let me, uh, I was, uh, you know, I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm trying to do some, <laughs> I'm trying to do good in the hood. But I, I got a really special invitation. I want to, you know, send out an applause. Um and an air horn too. To uh council member member uh Karen Renee. And and she's been on the podcast. Y'all know Karen Renee, uh NAACP uh VP. Um Ward B is what she's uh responsible for in East Point uh at large, East Point City. In, uh, in GA, and uh, she's on the city council. She kicked off her reelection campaign on Friday. Uh, I was honored to be there. Uh, I didn't say nothing, y'all, so don't worry about it. I was just in the house. So um, <laughs> she's smarter than that. <laughs> Come on up and say a few words. <laughs> I don't do that. Um, <laughs> council member Renee, uh, and she's got to come back and, and do the show before, uh, you know, before election time. Plus, we want to get some updates on the um, NAACP Atlanta and, and what's going on with our voting rights as well. So, so you know, congratulations. <laughs> council member Renee um, is kicking off her, her campaign. And, and I am high school East Point. That's where I went to high school. And you know about East Point Vi. David Banner. East Point. You know, uh Vi, you know, Vi is um used to hang out with me uh in East Point. I think his screen is frozen right now. Yeah, yeah. He's loosened up now. But uh yeah, man, uh you re- you remember East Point well. And also gotta say, uh, on a on a sad note, really, condolences to um podcaster Gail Galanda. Uh, a seat at the table podcast. Um, and, and of course she's part of the, uh, I consider her part of the castropolis.net family. We uh, showcase her podcast on the website. Um, she lost her very close cousin this past week. He was only 28 years old, 28. And uh, our prayers go out to Gail and her family. So, um, you know, prayers going up uh, to your cousin, Gail. And, uh, you know, we're praying for you, girl. All right, this is the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, that pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B. And she ready this week, y'all. Without a doubt, I can see it on her uh, face. She ready. <laughs> <laughs> She's she traveling too, so, you know, she ready for it. But uh, uh, y'all y'all give it up for Tanya B. is in the building, the one and only. Yeah. The, the bird wire. Coming live to you from downtown Bethesda, Maryland today. Bethesda, Bethesda Maryland, yeah. yes. And uh, the bird wire, you can catch it five times weekly, Friday and Saturday nights, 8 p.m., 10 p.m., uh, and also Saturday at noon. Uh, we play that bad boy on Sunday as well. And uh, keep kicking the classics, Tanya B. Loving that uh, that Joyce Sims you played, that all in all. Now, Vi, you know oh, this. Yeah. Vi, I'm going to say something, Vi. Phoenix Dance Club. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> That's when I first heard. That's when I first heard it. Uh, You know, all in all, uh, the uh, late, great uh, DJ Daz was kicking that song. So um, great. Just great classics. Keep it up. Also, of course, the country commentator is here. He is in the building. Y'all give it up for Vi. Yeah. Vi is in the building. Vi. We'll get him in just a minute. And K-Dub, our music director, is in the building. Y'all give it up for K-Dub. Thank you. K-Dub, how you doing, man? How's, how's Dayton? Is, is, is Dayton hanging in there? Yeah, it's Dayton. Satan. Satan, Ohio. It's everything. <laughs> Damn. Okay, okay. And Wyo is out this week. And, of course, I'm Tommy B. I'm your host. Um, and, uh, you, know, you know, y'all, um, there's just so much right now going on. 
Um, I want to go ahead and let's just get into the news with Syracuse Mike, and we'll come back on the other end. We'll get into the tea, and we just need to talk about some stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on in the neighborhood we need to talk about, so we'll be right back right after this show. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. The man accused of fatally shooting eight people at three Atlanta-area spas in March entered a guilty plea Tuesday to four of the killings. Robert Aaron Long was charged with murder in both Fulton and Cherokee counties in connection with the March 16th deaths. He has claimed a sex addiction and admitted in court why he did what he did. It was, in essence, a blame shifting from myself to onto them. Long still faces charges in Fulton County. The CDC has reversed its guidelines and now recommends that fully vaccinated people wear masks indoors in communities with high transmission. It's because COVID-19 Delta virus cases continue to rise. New data suggests vaccinated people could have higher levels of virus and infect others as well. Officials believe vaccinated people only represent a small number of coronavirus transmission cases, and the overwhelming majority of spread is still by unvaccinated people. The CDC is also recommending that students, teachers, and others wear masks in schools. Does this mean another economic lockdown is coming? The White House says no. However, spokesperson Jen Psaki says the guidance to wear masks is about being safe. We're not saying that wearing a mask is convenient or people feel like it. But we are telling you that that is the way to protect yourself, protect your loved ones. The select committee hearings underway Tuesday, investigating the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. D.C. Metropolitan Police Officer Michael Fanone, who was seriously injured that day, says what hurts him most is hearing lawmakers he tried to protect downplay or deny what happened. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy calls the hearings a sham. President Biden is now requiring all federal workers to prove their COVID vaccination status, or they'll have to submit to a series of safety protocols, including regular testing. Every federal government employee will be asked to attest to their vaccination status. Anyone who does not attest or is not vaccinated will be required to mask no matter where they work. The president also wants state and local governments to provide $100 prizes to people who get their shots. The money would come from funds available through the American Rescue Plan. In sports, Simone Biles has withdrawn from the final individual all-around competition at the Tokyo Olympics. She was favored to repeat her gold wins again this year. Instead, Biles says she will now focus on her mental health. Earlier in the week, Biles removed herself from the team final. In sports, the NBA's number one draft pick was Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State. He was picked by Detroit. The Hawks had the 20th pick and chose Duke's Jalen Johnson. The Federal Emergency Rental Assistance Program moratorium on evictions is set to expire. That means next week, landlords across the country may start handing out eviction notices. Yeah, yo. So, so real quick, um, are you, all of us are in different places. Uh, Tanya B., you're, you're right now, you're traveling, you're up in Bethesda. You know, I'm still mm-hmm. in, I'm still in the ATL. Vi's in in uh, you know Columbus area. K Dub, you're in uh, you're in Dayton. What are people saying about these um, the moratorium um, eviction situation? I, I I think they thought it was going to be extended again. I know uh, in certain places here, I believe it's uh, August 15th. Some places it's August 30th. But in, during that time, these landlords will be filing to get these people evicted. I saw a story just this past week about a woman in Texas always worked, but then she lost her job due to the pandemic. Now, she got a letter that said we approved $6,000 for your rental assistance, but she had already been to court. And even though she told the judge it's the pandemic, I lost my job, I'm waiting for assistance, she still got evicted anyway. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to be like Ugly is not the word. And in Georgia, the kids go back to school tomorrow. They're already a year behind. So imagine being a year behind being homeless, you know, possibly having to go back to remote learning and you have nowhere to live. And we all know how hot it gets in Georgia yeah. and really and how hot it gets in the Metro DC area. Yeah. So true. So true. KW, you hearing anything from folks? Oh man. Yeah. I know a couple that's way behind and um, it's going to be interesting here in the future. I'd stayed on top of mine because 
I think some of them thought it would probably get extended, like y'all said, or go on for a little while longer. But you should have kind of really thought, especially if you had the money. But as Tanya was just saying, the lady in that situation, that's yeah. woof. Yeah. That's something to deal with. Good Lord. And it's unfortunate because in, in many cases, the more liberal states are working with people and are doing the extensions. But, you know, some of these, you know, diehard, hardcore red state Republican states, I hate to again, it is political, unfortunately. Um, they're, they're not, uh, you know, they're, they're not backing down, you know, so they're saying, you know, what's done is done. My, my only question, and, and, and I do have to question some of the organizations, um, third party organizations, I'm, I'm a little baffled as to why they they did not get more involved. You know what I mean? Why couldn't they get more involved to try to assist? Because if you go online for the average person or if you're panicked, it can be tough. I mean, you don't, you don't, you know, it can be intimidating, the whole process. So, um, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate. And, and um, for these guys to go on vacation too, I thought it was very insensitive for them to go on vacation before they did anything about this, you know? So, um, you know, I, I just think there are too many people. You're talking about millions of people who might be impacted by this. Right. And yeah. You know, the other thing is with a lot of these programs to get this assistance, you have to uh, apply online and you have to scan and upload documents online. There's nothing in person where you would go down to the so-and-so office and bring all your paperwork. And what if you don't have the technology to do that? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I mean, you've got people and, and I just say this, I mean, part of the infrastructure bill hopefully will fix it. But even when you talk about, you know, there's some communities that don't have proper Wi-Fi or Internet, you know, from the home. So, uh, you know, this whole thing's a mess. It's unfortunate. And then with the Delta variant, um, you know, you've been like I call you the town crier. Uh, Tanya B, because you've been you've been screaming this thing, but but I do have to say, I know you're the town crier. <laughs> yeah, the other variant is real, um, but but here's my thing when it comes down to this: put your mask on, get vaxxed, keep your distance, you know, and then you know that's that's pretty much all you can do. I mean, it's unfortunate that you know even they're saying now, what is it? The vax, even if you're vaccinated, you could possibly spread, you know. So it's you know I'm yes. just gonna take a deep breath step back, do everything that you can within your control and just keep moving. That's all you can do. I don't think you, What do you, I mean, Tanya B, you shaking your head. You were saying you think that they may shut down again, possibly. Uh, well, it, you know, I know the country, I think the economy cannot, with, it really can't withstand, if you will, yeah. another complete shutdown where we were back in, let's say, April and May of 2020. But I think they're going to dial some things back and you're looking now at the mandatory mask mandates. And I know up here, I was watching the news and there is a different mask mandate for Maryland, a different one for D.C., wow. a different one for Virginia. And you know how closely, you know, intermingled these areas yeah. are. Yeah. So you've got to be mindful of what the mask mandate is. You know, whether you go down into D.C., or you come up Georgia Avenue and go into Silver Spring, Maryland. It's very different. Yeah. So I think there's going to be, you know, a lot of people were talking about it's my right not to wear a mask. Well, you can keep your ass in the house as far as I'm concerned. However, yeah. Yeah. you know, people have really got, got to understand, even if you're vaccinated, you can you can still get it. Yeah, so you know, true. It so may true. not be as severe, but you see how, you know, these these numbers of cases and hospitalizations are just getting off the chain again. And the people in Florida, I'd be in my car out of there on the first thing smoking because yeah. it's already, an, again, a, a large COVID hotspot. You see what that moron, and yes, I said moron, mm -hmm. of a governor is doing, saying he's not changing anything. And then they had 70,000 people at the Rolling Loud last week. So that's going to become, that's a Petri dish as far as I'm concerned. Man, I saw Lollapalooza. That was... <laughs> That was Lori Lightfoot. I hope you got whatever money <laughs> what they paid you. Let this thing go on. I hope yeah. you save it because you are going to be a one-term mayor. But you know what? It's not her fault because candidly, they had they had already prepared, thinking that the vaccine availability. I don't think that nobody really saw Delta coming. So so this thing had already been out there. You know, if they listened to Dr. Fauci, they would have known. I hope they had event insurance, okay. COVID insurance for this. So you're going to risk. You know what? And again, I don't care if I had front row VIP experience. My life is priceless. I simply if I had tickets, I wouldn't go. You yeah. remember a couple of years ago was a Coachella. They put everything on YouTube. Yeah. 
Well, I, I'm just thinking not the, the smaller events. If you guys are doing small events, like our event is small. We got a small, intimate. We're not even I mean, not not, you know, we really cut back and everybody has to wear a mask. But I'm looking at a lot of these huge festivals, um, you know, here in Atlanta. They had the Brookhaven Festival downtown um, with your favorite uh, Rick Spring, Rick Spring, Springfield. <laughs> Jesse's girl. What the hell? Don't laugh. I like <laughs> Rick Springfield. Collect, collect your soul. Go ahead. Go I played ahead. that song the other day, man. Go ahead. Oh, oh, oh okay. Jesse's girl. <laughs> but you know, but they were packed because you know people been in the house. They've been in. Vi, what you think, man? Are you are you there yet? Are you back? Are you back in the I'm room? here? Okay. So, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, you you kind of you kind of I can't say you work for the feds, but but you kind of interconnected. Are they telling you to wear a mask? You know. Oh yeah, they definitely don't wear a mask, especially if you're on the inside. Yeah, yeah. You got to wear that mask. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't understand. Well, they just turned to a political thing, and people really the political the political people. I, I don't feel sorry for them because mm-hmm. they, it's a political thing till they get it, and then once they get it, first thing they say, uh, "I wish I had got it." Y'all should have got. It. I don't want to hear that now. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear that now. Just keep keep that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear. Give me the vaccine now. Because uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. She got friends and nurses, and most of the folks who get it are unvaccinated. And they get it, and then they be going and say, "Can I get the shot now?" Like later, it's too late. Yeah, it's preventive medicine. It's not a cure. Yeah, so true, so true. Y'all got anything else on the news side? I mean, I saw the uh, just real quick on the, um, you know, we we talk about it. We talked about it quite a bit. The January sixth um, uh, started this week. It kicked off the uh, the commission uh, with the testimony. Uh, from the officers, um, exactly expected, ex- you know, to go exactly as I thought with. Um, uh, you know, but damn, he was dropping that that N word. They called him nigga so many times. It's like he and you heard him say he said he had never in his in his career uh, been called nigger uh, in his uniform. That was the first time, and it shocked him. It, it blew him away. Um, there were two black officers that, uh, you know, that said that on the panel, or one said it on the panel about himself and a friend of his. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think it's necessary and I, I hope they continue to, s- to televise, but uh, I'm not sure how many people watched it with everything that's going on, especially with uh, with the Olympics out there and everything else that's going on. I really don't think many people paid attention to it. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I think it uh, definitely needs to be uh, done. And I hope they subpoena a lot of the right people. All right. Hey, y'all, uh, if you if we don't have anything else, I mean, we got some other stuff and I want to get to it early, especially uh, we're going to talk about this the um, baby debacle. Uh, but I, I, I do want to go ahead and um, get into Tanya B's tea. So, Tanya B, you ready? I am ready. Let's go on and do it. Now, yeah. children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sip in the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got? Okay, what I got one thing I want to say five wanted to a uh, big boy, half of the Grammy winning duo Outcast. Um, you know, he bought the dungeon where they made all that great music with like Ludacris and T.I. and Goody Mob, and he did the Airbnb. But he's taking it a step further. He's developing an executive producing uh, a DIY uh, TV series inspired by recording in the dungeon. The, the show does not have a title yet, but it's going to. Uh, show him assisting emerging musicians, working with them and converting everything from their basements to their closets to their garages into our uh, recording studios with top of the line equipment and just teaching them the ins and outs of the industry. That's and he's also going to take them down in the dungeon and work with them there. So I say five on it and I hope it happens sooner than later. Give him an applause. Go ahead, man. I yes. need him I need him to come over here. How they say <laughs> I need him to come over here. <laughs> you heard about that? Okay. Well, no, no, I, I, need, I need him over here uh, to, to, to work on my yes, studio. Okay. Well, tell okay. him take Millennial Nick and, and go out in the garage. <laughs> or, you know. Like I said, he'll even go into your closet and convert that. Oh, right. It, it could right. be your basement, your bedroom. It could be an attic. Is it going to be on HGTV or, or, or a different network? It might be on the DIY network. They're not okay. sure yet. And the yeah. show does not have a name. But, I, but I you know what? On it for that. They need, they need HGTV and Discovery. They need some color on on these networks when it comes down to um the uh, diy 
uh, shows that they currently have. So I hope I hope he gets picked up on some of the larger networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And then I also just want to say, keeping it in Atlanta, uh, Candy Burris, uh, you know, the, the the Real Housewives, or the so-called Housewives of Atlanta, um, their ratings are in the toilet, and you know they just need to really make it a huge shift. But Candy Burris, I think she's kind of gotten what she can get out of it because if she's to stay, she wants them to double her salary to four million dollars, and she was supposed to get. Uh, a reality series based on her restaurants in Atlanta, but they've been getting shut down by the Board of Health and failing the health inspection. <laughs> that's inspection. what I was going to ask if they open. Idea. <laughs> but what she's doing yeah. is um, she's yeah. got a place called Thoughts of a Black Man. She's taking it up to New York off Broadway, and that starts next month. So Candy's like, gosh, she checked out of the end. But, but you, you know, know what? Her. She's on the shy. You know that, right? Yeah. And yeah. she's doing some other things too. Candy, you know, she's getting it in. So that show probably takes up more time than it's worth and you know looking at what she can generate you know yeah. revenue wise so she's done a good job on the shot i give it to yeah. her she's really done a yeah. good job and i heard i was watching a movie not too long ago independent film she's doing a lot of narrating as well so good. she's getting you know she's branching out good stuff and, give it up to uh, her. let's give up get up the candy yeah yes. yeah yeah yes yeah she's about to escape no pun intended the real housewives let's talk about prince now the welcome to america album is out everybody's all excited and yeah 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 now we all know that prince died without a will and when the dust had kind of settled he had six siblings some were full most were half siblings and they each got a portion of the estate and there were i guess three of them that needed money and they sold out what amounts to 50 percent of i guess his catalog Mm, mm-mm. Who did they sell it to? Wait, it was sold to a company that is owned by the husband of one of Prince's closest friends, who was the talk show host, Tamron Hall. Mm-hmm. So Tamron Hall's husband bought half of the Prince catalog, and he happens to own the company. I know you've heard of it, Tommy B. It's called Primary Wave. Okay, okay, okay. And they wow. also own uh, the Whitney Houston, uh, the Isley Brothers, Yolanda Adams, and Bob Marley. So they have quite, you know, a bit of, uh, you know, the majors. So it's interesting that um, they brought that, you know, they, they sold out, but the other three said, no, we're keeping our stake in it. We're going to keep, you know, a regular check coming. So it'll be interesting to see what primary wave does with the Prince estate or the catalog. I should say. Well, you know what? You, you're going to start seeing and start hearing a lot of Prince songs, more Prince songs in the Applebee commercials now. <laughs> right. Applebee, everywhere. Movies, commercials, gaming. They're going to be pimping. Uh, yeah, everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. They so, yeah, so. are going to be pimping. <laughs> but they, see, I give it up to the three that kept the, their stake in it yeah. because they're going to keep getting it, you know, and it's going to, like you said, it'll be everywhere. They're going to continue to get checks. The yeah. other three, they sold out of the fire sale, so they're one and done. It's just like the Nina Simone stuff. Like when Nina Simone's estate. You hear Nina Simone's song come out of no at a what what was like a vitamin. <laughs> vitamin got my head. Whoever will pay like, will get it? whoever will pay. I mean, you know, the vitamin commercial. Here comes Nina Simone. But you know, hey, yeah. Prince gonna be everywhere. They're gonna be talking about juicy juice. <laughs> it's gonna be a Prince. I mean, song. no, think remember there, there was the Prince, I don't know if they're still around. Remember the spaghetti company? They had spaghetti. Yeah. And uh, back in the day, it was a commercial in New York with this little kid. Hey, Anthony. And he was running home because his mother was making oh, yeah, 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 spaghetti yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and sauce. So, you know, I'm sure there will be some other, you know. You want to buy a Corvette? A... Little red <laughs> See? Yeah. Oh, you, will they bring back the Corvette? Chevrolet? Probably. <laughs> I mean, think of all of those things. Think of go. all Pimp. of them. Pimping. Raspberry berets, little red oh, Corvettes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> it's pimping time. What else you got, Tanya B? What else you got? Everything. Uh, I know you said, we're going to talk about the baby. So do you want to hear my the Yeah, baby yeah. Stuff you there? you do your thing and, and we'll come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to Okay, it. well, I just want to say this. The mm. baby needs to shut the hell up and we know why. Mm. So first, last week he was down at the Rolling Loud and he brought out Tory Lanez who violated the stay away from Megan the Stallion order and they hit him in the head with the shoe. Remember that? Yeah. the baby. Yeah. Then he, the same thing, he wanted that homophobic rant and there were some people saying, okay, he outed himself stop talking about going down to the D in the parking lot. But here's the gag, y'all. Um, he clapped back I guess kind of at the wrong he just clapped back it was all wrong because when you get people like Madonna and Elton John chin checking you poor Dua Lipa the version of her song Levitating which I love well is the version that you're going to hear without the baby yeah. she let him have it um, and then Quest Love just tried to like you know your brother you know chill out 
And then he went on a rant. So I don't even know who this N is. So it's like, okay, you're going to upset the apple cart with Madonna on one wheel. You got Elton John. You got Questlove, who's quite influential, you know, and, and, and everybody else who just, he is definitely on the cancel culture list. But if all of that happened yeah. with the baby, then you got Bootsy. I call him again, Bootsy dumbass, because he's been saying a lot of stupid stuff. But after Bootsy went and hurled some homophobic slurs at little Nas X, mm, you know, yeah. a man. And we're going to hear that too. The LGBT, and, yeah. and that community is the fourth wheel. They will, sh- it's like the, they're like second to the beehive. Okay. Yeah. So after Bootsy was doing all this homophobic slurring stuff and uh, I guess defending that boy, the, uh, the baby, <laughs> a man has come forth allegedly, and his name is Ramsey, allegedly claiming that he has had a secret six month relationship with Bootsy. Oh, so Bootsy better watch his go. back because now he, again, it's going to get is, ugly. He, <laughs> yeah, he's upset the four wheels on the cart that you don't want to upset. And I just say Lil Nas X may drag them both back down to the old. Because Boosie, Boosie, well, I'm just saying online, I mean, no filter whatsoever. Um, that's going to get ugly. That's just going to be. Uh, mm, mm, mm. It is. Wow. And oh, and he lost a gig at the. Uh, uh, what was this? The something, the Life Fest in UK. Mm-hmm. Last week they chucked him, and now everybody the knows that he's gotten kicked off a of Lollapalooza. And I think that's not going to be the end of the gigs he's going to lose. Yeah. You got anything else? I mean, we'll go to a couple because here's what I want to do. Go ahead and finish up. I got a couple of things, and we, I, I want to, for our audience, a lot of our audience probably, even though they've heard about it, they've not heard the comments. So I do want to play the comments on the show, and we, you know, I cleaned them up a little bit. Um, but you, you'll get the gist of it. But keep going, uh, Tanya B. But just y'all know, I'm going to play the uh, baby's comments, the ones that got him in hot water, um, and also I'll play the Ti comments as well as uh, a little bit of Ti and a little bit of um, little Boosie. So, so at least you'll be informed of what's going on. Okay. So, so you got anything else, Tanya B? What else you got? What else you got? Yeah. Not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell no. One thing I'll say about this, T.I., I get it. You need to be quiet and clean up the mess and dirt you got in your own backyard and just be cold. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the deal, y'all. Um, I do want to say just, you know where I'm going. You know my first, you know, out the box, out the gate. The shy season finale. <laughs> And I, I am not a um, a paid um, <laughs> endorser of Showtime or The Shy, but this is just probably probably I, I got to say one of the better seasons, if not the best season. Now, now let me let me let me say because I always check out the show early. I check it out um, because it comes on demand actually at midnight uh, Sunday versus uh, the nine o'clock live. You can check it, but it's on demand on Hulu and on Showtime, but um, man, season finale, a lot of people are critical. Now, I know if if, if you are a, a watcher or viewer of The Shy, I'd love your feedback, but what I'm seeing and hearing from, folk, from folks who've already seen it is they felt it was a little too happy, too giddy toward the, they, it was too, um, I won't say Disney because <laughs> I, I saw somebody, I saw that on Twitter. I don't believe that. I mean, there's, there's some, there's still some drama, um, but they wanted more drama, but you know, and I'll say this to you, Tanya B, because I know you don't watch the show. I think, I think Lena Waite, a lot of the criticism about the trauma porn maybe made her make an adjustment because let me, let me give you an example. You think last okay. season, one of the main characters, you think it's, Everything's over. It's the last show finale. Boom. He gets shot down like the last scene in the street before it goes into, you know, the season ends. And people are, they were expecting something like that because it was so, it was pretty traumatic, you know? But I think she's, she tried to get away from that this season, more into the characters, uh, the love life of the characters, uh, I was a lot lighter. The only thing about this season, I know some of y'all probably have not seen it, but it does come on as we tape tonight at nine o'clock, the season finale, Emmett and Tiff. That's all I've got to say. Tiff, shut it down. If you're going to leave the show stunned, it's going to be because of Tiff. And that's all I'm going to say. 
because it shocked me. I, I Well, I'm not surprised, but Tiff is just, you know, she's a lost cause. I'm going to leave it at that. But the uh, season finale, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, as we tape the show, uh, we're taping right now on Sunday. It airs at 9 o'clock, but it will be on demand this week. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can call me 413-556-9546. Hit me up on social media. I just love your feedback on, on what you think of the show. Uh, also, I had a chance to check out Silk Sonic, Skate, uh, and I got I got to give it up to my boy. Yes, <laughs> I got to I got to I, I mean, they, they they figured out a way to keep the momentum going. Uh, the video and single is out. Uh, kudos to Anderson Pack and, and, and Bruno uh, for really a smooth. Uh, what do you think? K-Dub, your music, you, you, you know, your music director. What do you think? About that I think it's fantastic <laughs> or I wouldn't have nothing to listen to because I don't listen to any and everything. Them yeah. guys is like really a blessing right now. Yeah, like, so real, we take real music, real musicianship and you know, yes. and, you know it, it, I'm glad to see that they're bringing back, you know, the sound of real music, if that makes sense. I, no, I, I believe you agree with me, K-Dub. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. Vi, did you check it out? Vi, you hear it? Yeah. What'd you think? I did. What'd you think? I liked it. I mean, I don't know if you're going to go away with everybody else because uh, I don't think that's what the young folks are listening for, but for people my generation, I'm pretty sure we loved it. Yeah, it's smooth. It's very smooth. But you know, also, skating, the whole thing, remember, they, we could just call it roller skating and then there was the disco skate situation uh, in the late 70s, but that really is something that's really made a, a, a comeback and yeah. a lot of people are skating. Um, the group Kindred the Family Soul, yeah. instead of going out and doing full shows, they were doing events at roller rinks. So, yeah. you know, everything old is new again and this song probably is perfect time for that and you know, it is a skate song. I mean, I'm I'm not the old man sitting on the porch, is why I put it. I'm not gonna sit up here, and and you know, I'm not. I, I mean, I, I I there there is stuff that I love that's modern, that's current day, um, and then there's there's stuff that I think is trash. You know, now I mean, for every, um, well, I'm not gonna call them trash. I'm not gonna call that the trash, but I kind of like you know, um, uh, Cash Doll. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if if I'm listening to like if I'm if I'm listening to you know to hip hop in the car, I might throw on Cash Doll or something like that. But when it comes down, they, but there's just some artists I just can't get with because I don't even know what they're saying. I, I don't you know I got to I got to understand and it's got to have some rhyme or reason for me to really kick it with you. Um, but um, you know, so so musically, man, I I, I agree with you, K Dub. Boom. Give me something yeah. to listen to. Yeah. Right. So big, so big. Um, and, and speaking of something to listen to, um, announcement for the uh, April 15th, I mean, August 15th, August, August, August 15th. Um, we got to say thank you to singer-songwriter Sanaj, um, who's going to be performing with us. And, and, and big thanks to Taryn Brown, good friend Taryn from D-Town. <laughs> Don't give it a gas face. <laughs> No, but but big thanks, um, singer songwriter Sanaj. Uh, she's the, I, I don't know if y'all know this. Her, her she is the daughter of a music teacher. Uh, she's been a runner up at the Apollo Kids competition, uh, Grammy camp. She was named the uh, winner of the Ella Fitzgerald Songwriters Scholarship. Performed, uh, done stuff at the Fox Theater, Broadway, Annie, all the things. Um, you know, a lot of the Broadway stuff happening in the ATL. Uh, classically trained pianist and she uh, self-taught guitarist and I'm really looking forward to I look forward to young people who are trained um, who are really trying to incorporate their training into current music you know what I'm saying I mean just to I mean you know I'm old school a lot of different genres Um, a lot of the you know people you would not think would have classical training you know, just like, I mean, I don't know if y'all seen the video of Flavor Flav. You seen Flavor playing the piano, uh, you know, and drums? He's an instrumentalist. I, I, I mean, to believe, I have to see it to believe it. Oh, you may, you, you think he's clowning around, but you, you know, you see, you hear him on a piano. You, I mean, these guys have training, they have musical training. And a lot of it, you know, with music not being in schools, you got a lot of folks out here who are, you know, making millions, but they have no musical training. So, you know, looking no, forward, looking, looking forward to that. I right, here, here's the deal. I promised. Um, for, and again, thank you, Tanya B, for that tea from uh, you know hot, hot center 
uh, Bethesda Medicine. Bethesda Medicine. Bethesda, Maryland. I'm near the NIH, so it makes sense. The NIH. No, she is not in the hospital. She is is in Bethesda, Maryland right now. And and let's let's do this. Um, I want to play. Let me turn it up a little bit here. Let's do. What do we do first? Let's let's do the baby. Okay. Now, this is what sparked everything. And I'm just going to play a little bit of it. It's a little cleaned up, courtesy of Billboard magazine. But I want to play the baby's comments. Okay, so this is what he said on stage. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die two, three weeks, put a cell phone light in the earth. Lady, you smell like water. Put a cell phone light in the earth. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking in the parking lot, put your cell phone. Like, cell phone. All right, that lit everything up. But but I do have to ask. I mean, what what's with the water? <laughs> like, come on, dude. I'm not even. Come on, man. Hey, what's with the parking lot? How do you know what's happening unless you're down there doing a same thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay. All right. So that's the catalyst. Okay. All right. Next, uh, let's go ahead and do Boosie. Here we go. Everybody not with their nephew sucking. You can't everybody not with that. You just can't put that shit on everybody and expect it to be cool. Nah, Zach say he won't perform naked on stage for charity. You don't, you don't f- him like you f- the baby. You know, be even sided, man. Be even sided. You know, you don't feel that disrespect going, going, going dance naked. You don't think that disrespect in front of boys who trying to be straight is totally disrespect. If I'm at a wars and he go up there naked, I'm going to drag his ass off stage and f- his ass. Yeah. You let a nigga dance naked in front of your children, you a f- crazy f- or you like f- too. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, and uh, let me see if I got T.I.'s comments over here. Um, all right. So T.I.'s a little bit longer. Um, you can hold your hand up, Tanya B., if you've had enough. How about that? Because uh, <laughs> it goes on for about five minutes. And, and y'all just scream, raise your hands when you've had enough. But here's T.I. Everyone, you know, up in arms and upset about what the baby said. Now, sensitive. I think you guys have to understand that on stage and not the place that rappers go to be sensitive and soothe everybody's feelings. It's the place to go to have a good time. I thought we kind of let our hair down and disqualified the BS because if we post to not trip, if we see white people saying niggas singing along with the song, how is we held to such a high standard of morality? Like, just to be honest. So it seemed like it was a safe place and it's all done and fun. You know what I mean? That what I, that what I thought, okay? So if that is the case, why do words cause such a visceral reaction that will lead to someone trying to attack villainize, demonize, crucify, condemn. And like, it's, that shit is, that shit is like, now you bullying, you you know what I'm saying? We all stood up on behalf of gays and lesbians and people in the gay community because we thought it was some bullshit for y'all to have to be bullied. But I don't think any of us did that to, to feel like you would now have the authority to come and bully us. I mean, that's just, you know, it's just my feelings. It's just my feelings. All right, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, I'm gonna um, go ahead and, and stop it at that point. The big point, the big takeaway uh, from T.I.'s comments, uh, he feels like um, the baby's being bullied by the gay community. Okay, so there you have it. You got the baby, you got um, his defenders being Boosie, Lil Boosie, and, um, and of course, T.I., uh, the folks who are really, uh, you know, coming out and, and basically saying, uh, you know, of course, what he said was wrong um, and um, putting the pressure 
on a lot of these organizations and a lot of these events. You've got Madonna. You mentioned, you know, Madonna, Tanya B, Elton John, you know, of course, Lil Nas Love. It's Quest like, Love. it's more, you can tell I'm in the city, can you hear the siren? Woo, woo. Uh. <laughs> okay. What was that? <laughs> now, go ahead. So my, I guess it's there's a fire at NIH. Um, you know, it's more than just the LGBTQ community coming after him. You yeah, know. yeah. Quest Love, you know, Quest Love was actually trying to smooth out the situation and help him, and he dissed him. So, yeah. yep, you know what? You are going to get dragged. And all those people that thought they liked the baby, yeah. that you know, the people, and the reason why he hopped on that Dual Leaper record and some others. They're not checking for him. And think about it. If you had a, a feature with him on your record, like Dual Epo, and that record is huge. That record yeah. has been around um, for uh, almost eight months, which really is the exception for a so-called, you know, crossover pop record, whether yeah. you have a feature with a rapper or not. It's huge. And um, they performed at the Grammys together. Yeah. yeah. But what's interesting is, yeah, but then she did that show a month or six weeks ahead of, of that, the Grammys on SNL, mm-hmm. you know, the last show of the season. And the baby, that that whole thing hadn't come out yet. I guess it was in process, but she was he was nowhere to be seen during that. And I think he's gonna just slowly disappear from everywhere. And it'll be interesting to see how many pops I think that the pop songs, I mean the pop stations I've heard so far that have been playing her record mm-hmm. with him on it are not doing that anymore. Yeah, and I, I was talking to Tanya B. Well, I was talking, I'm sorry, to uh to K dub. And, and we were having a conversation about um, a lot of these guys, uh, especially, you know, before they really blow up or if they're kind of, you know, ma- mainstream hip hop, but they haven't mm-hmm. crossed over. They don't cross over until they do these huge pop collaborations. All right. They and reach across the aisle. They, mm-hmm. When they do the collabs, it's another level for them. You know, they get, you know, they, they wind up uh, basically on SNL. You know, they they get the, of course, like the Grammy appearances. And, um, you know, I, I guess one of the things I wanted to bring this up and get your opinion, um, the panel's opinion on this. Um, I've been saying this for a while, that rap is headed down the rock path, you know, and I don't know. Do y'all understand what I, what I mean by that? Yeah, almost like with Aerosmith and Run DMC. Yeah. They try, is where it, it may be headed, but I don't know if it's going to work now. And anybody that has a feature in the works with the baby, I'm sure they put the brakes on that. No, no, no. Quick. I don't mean I don't mean just collaborations because the cap- collaboration thing's been going on for a while. And I'm not I'm not saying the sky is falling and all that. But what I am saying is um, that rock is always if you because because I I mean we all you know when when as as uh, as people of a certain age, <laughs> you know we grew up top 40, we listen to a lot of different genres. You know, today's generation, um, they're kind of in a cocoon. They can, you know, with the, with the iPad, uh, with the, hell, with, you know, the iPod, it created a situation where you could basically, you know, you shut out the world. You don't have to listen to a general CHR, what we call CHR contemporary hit top 40. Like you used to listen to Casey Kasem, American top 40. You ain't got to listen to that anymore. You could just basically p- put your song, you program your own music and you shut the rest of the world out. When we grew up, we didn't have that opportunity. We kind of had to listen to everything. everything. And and when we listened to everything, we heard a lot of different genres. So I was exposed to rock. So I knew, you know, some David Bowie, you know, growing up, you know, I knew the, you know, and, and you know, why is David Bowie dressed like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you had all these different genres of rock, um, but rock had had a history of misogyny and and homophobia, you know, of course, racism. I mean, rock had a lot of the same thing going on. Um, and rap, of course, you know, Tanya B, you grew up, I mean, you you grew up and you we we saw the evolution of hip hop. Hip hop has had yes. its problem of misogyny and and um and and homophobia for for a long time. I mean, going back to Sugar Hill, you know, when Sugar, I mean, even, you know, some of the lyrics in, 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 in Rapper's Delight. So my whole point is with this new, how do you call it, the spotlight on the baby. a lot of these guys that have begin, be, been getting these collaborations by having one world where they're doing one thing and then go over to the pop world where they maybe do a sanitized version of what they're doing. 
they're going to be looked at a lot closer for what they're doing in the clubs. Am I, do you think I'm right or wrong? No, yeah, about and, that? And just, and right. And what they're saying, and they'll be, you know, they may do some due diligence then say, well, this guy's a liability. This guy has some issues. I don't know if you want to take that chance because we're going to invest money in anything. We'll just, again, the baby got paid for that feature and now the record is, you know, it's, it's disappeared. Yeah. Cause I think people, my point is, I think people are going to pay closer attention to who they bring over right, to do collaborations. I mean, I remember like going back to Katy Perry and Dark Horse and and Juicy J. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, when when you start, I mean, when I saw that, I said, damn, (laughs) Katy Perry. Wait, what about the collab? (laughs) It was on SNL, Katy Perry and the Migos. That really, that flipped the script for them in those three or four minutes with her on television. But my point is, my point is this, and and I, I just want, you know, I'm I'm wondering, I'm curious as to where this is going to go, because one thing with the collaborations, they have not really checked for what these guys do when they ain't collaborating, and what they're saying, they just put them on these collaborations and they think, okay, different world, but now with the scrutiny that the baby's getting, I think a lot of these cats are going to get scrutiny. You're going you're going to start hearing them a lot. You know, uh, any any thoughts, K-Dub? Oh, man, it's a different world. <laughs> you got to watch what you say nowadays. Yeah. Because they'll take, take it. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, like growing up playing basketball, football, something, you know, you could easily say somebody that wasn't tough or crying. Oh, you faggot, man. Yeah. But you didn't mean that they was actually that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Can't even do that no more. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. You just can't do it. Now, I, I'm with. They can do what they want to. I mean, we know y'all this and that, but, you know, I mean, I ain't just going to, like, let y'all, I ain't here to rule the world, though. We understand what y'all doing, but, I mean, good gracious, man. Well, I, you I know, mean, and, and it's about talent, ultimately. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm yeah, a, I'm a, let, me, yeah. let me say, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of uh, a lot of the artists who are alt or alternative R&B. Uh, I think Frank, Frank Ocean probably is an incredible, I mean, not probably, probably one of the most talented, is one of the most talented out there right now. And, um, you know, I, I don't think, you know, I, you, we should not judge anybody by, you know, whether or not, you know, their, their, their you know, race, gender, um, you know, who, who they want to, you know, I mean, what they do behind closed doors. You should not. I mean, misogyny, there's no room for it. We've gone through that with hip hop. You know, um, we went through that. And I don't think and candidly, I don't even think we really and truly. I mean, Tanya B, do you think we've even fixed that? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's still, you know, a level of misogyny that that rap still deals with. Um, Absolutely. You know, so so I'm only saying, y'all, um, that this is going to put a lot of um, this is going to put a lot of folks and a lot of careers under the microscope. And yeah, they're gonna yep. be they're gonna be on yep. notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, so we'll but, see. I mean, I, I mean, but go ahead, Tony B. Go. You roll. No, I'm just saying it, they're putting people are gonna be put on notice. They, you know that you know it's almost like when you sign a contract for certain, um, I guess, sports or just you know to be a, 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 an ambassador or an endorser. You know, you have that morals clause in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no I, problem is just can you just keep behind like you said. It, I don't want to judge you. I'm not gonna judge you, but can you just Keep behind closed door. Why are you feel the need to share that with me? Well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm like, we've, we've had conversations on this show about Nas X, and and candidly, I'm more about the talent. If you're, if, you right. know, if 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 you were talent, if you were super talented, if you're, you know, if you're a great rapper, if you if you're a great singer, you know, and because you know, Vi, you got to understand, we came, we grew up with Prince. Right. <laughs> you know, we we grew up with the man in a trench coat. Black panties and high heels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he kept his, he kept his private life private. Yeah, his private life was private. But when you went to the concert, <laughs> you look up there, Mama, why that man? But if you go to a concert, okay, that's fair game. You went to the concert. No, but, but, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. but I'm saying watching TV. Yeah. I don't want to see all that. Yeah, but I will say, I will say this. One thing, and and and, and uh, K-Dub and I were talking about this as well, you know, as far as print, the talent was just so incredible. Correct. That nobody cared. Right. Like Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Had them. Other, there was people in bands. I got thousands of albums. You, we all know. But yeah. We don't care. 
Right. And right. they weren't, the, you know, and Luther was one of many. And, you know, I mean, look at the comedian Moms Mabley. You know, she yeah. was dressing like a man when she left the stage and, you know, with her little getup that she used to wear. Yeah. And that was back, what, the 40s, 50s, 60s. So, you know, again, people kept their private life private. And they, you know, right. back then it was a different time. I get it. But it's like, you know, these, these, the babies of, of the world today, it's like they have no filter whatsoever yeah, you know, said and that. they don't listen to you know the do's and don'ts of the business and whoever was if he has a publicist the person should be slapped for letting him go on this rant you know not just I'm what he said last week you know, but I'm just pretty, what he posted online you know yeah. his little half-baked apology yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure publicly know he's gonna do that he went out there and probably ad lib and just let it rip well, you know, a lot of people oh, said what that. He yeah, said a lot of people said that, that yeah. didn't help at all. No spin doctoring at all. That loud. <laughs> What'd you say? Pumping on that loud. Pumping on that loud. <laughs> the scissor. But yeah. I, but I, I do. I, I do have to say though. Um, again, scissor. going going back, if if you go back to the business side of it, um, and this has been said a lot about this whole situation. Uh, Tanya B, I mean, you, you you said it best. I mean, a lot of them just don't understand. Uh, you know, these these are situations. These this is almost like how do you call it? Social etiquette one hundred and one. <laughs> you know, part of part of this is just home training too. Right. But you know, knowing is, knowing who your audience is, and, but right. I don't think they it's, really know who their audience is. Go ahead. No, but the thing is, this is out there. It's not like you could take it. You know, at, there was a time you could kind of it came out, but you could make it go away, yeah. and you could get a nice. You know, a broom and sweep it under the rug. Yeah, it's ever it's gonna be out there forever. I'm waiting yeah. for a meme or you know some kind of parody to come out about this situation. Actually, you yeah. know, it, it's not gonna go away. You think he's gonna survive the situation, his career? Or do you care? What career? <laughs> Question is, is he's talented enough to survive? What, what career? <laughs> That's from yeah, your standpoint. That's from your standpoint. Tell you, B. That's for you. Think he, do you think he's talented <laughs> enough to survive this? Do I think? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like okay, it's a um, it's a generational thing. It, it's kind of I mean, okay, personally, and I'm a, I'm gonna turn it back to politics for a minute. Personally, I can't stand Donald Trump. I mean, I'm not a Donald <laughs> Trump fan, but but my my disdain for Donald Trump goes back a long time. It goes back to the Central Park Five. You you understand what I'm saying? So right. I've, I've not. I mean, I've never watched The Apprentice. I've always looked at him as that dude who was racist. I mean, it just never really even, you know, it, it never registered to me he could ever be president based on my feelings for him. So when, when I hear people to this day defend him to the extent, and I see 70% um, uh, of the Republican Party wants him back in office, you know? Um, so you've got, a, when, when people have that type of allegiance that, you know, of fans, and maybe he's got that kind of legion of fans who believe what he's saying, who will follow him. And that's, even when he said that about Questlove, he said, well, if you're not one of my fans, I don't care. That's what he said. I don't care what you think. You know, so. Um, I don't know much about him, and yeah. I don't know if he got that kind of clout, but. Uh, he's got I a strong fan base. Think, it's going to come down to money. I don't think the industry thing he got that much kind of clock. If they did, they would they would not be pulling from everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the other thing is he has an audience that's kind of fragmented right now. Yeah. And, you know, when the next, you know, you got little baby, dub baby, little Dirk, little Uzi Vert, little, you know, little bang, bang, and everybody else out there, there'll be somebody else, you know, that audience doesn't really, how can I say, you know, they're not as loyal. Like these younger, you know, the younger end of his audience, they'll look and they'll just find somebody else. Okay. You know, they, you know, I said they'll get you know instead of being the baby, it's gonna be, you know, the baby Lil Bang Bang next. You know, but they'll you know, go back uh, to Lil Baby. Didn't Eminem go through it? And then he wound up having to do the performance with uh Elton John. With Elton John. He went through something you know, the like thing this. Is he needs spin doctoring. And he also needs to get off social media yeah. and be quiet. And hopefully the news cycle, you know, will pass. And he would, he needs to hope that something like, like, like a Bill Cosby. I saw, I don't mean to just say that, but he needs something else to knock him out of the news cycle. And until that happens, mm. he needs to just be quiet. Yeah. I, you know, we'll keep y'all posted, you know, love your feedback. 413. Of course, you can call us 413-556-9546 or you can hit us up on social media. You can email us 
Um, all of all of our information is on the podcast page. Um, so any any last comments before we move on with that from that? <laughs> but it's a conversation we need to have, honestly, because it's going to come. It, it, it's it's and it, and it in my opinion, it goes deeper than just the baby. It's a culture. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a cultural thing. It's I a agree. cultural I thing. Absolutely agree with you. It's a cultural thing. It's a music thing, and I think it's definitely going to have an impact on, on that that brand of hip hop, because it goes deeper, a lot deeper. I mean, you know, when you look at, you know, the, the toxic masculinity in a lot of the lyrics. I mean, that's been that's been around again, going back to, damn, that's going back to, you know, I don't want to name any names, but the seventies. You know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. All right, y'all. Um, well, you know, again, 413-556-9546. I know the panel's like, damn, we ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> That's enough. Okay. All right, y'all. Um, you got any, anything, any any final thoughts? I'll, 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 uh, I'll kick it to you, Tanya B. Any, any, uh, any updates on the um, on August 15th? What we're doing? Uh, just come down. We're going to have a lot of fun. Again, it's for a very select group and, you know, it's a COVID free event. Bring your mask, social distance. And if don't show up the day of, you know, with a fake vaccine card thinking we're going to let you in, it's not going to happen. Hmm. But we're going to have fun, have a lot of special guests in the house. We've got some great giveaways and uh, we're going to have, you know, a little. uh what now is that? A little, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a little VIP set after you know everything little. is over, and just want to you know again thank our, our sponsors. Hustle Hard at Logo will be in the house. Um, yeah. Again, surprise guests will be in the house. If you want to know who it is, you yeah. got to be there. Got to be there. And again, thanking you know the the sponsors that are going to come and rock with us. And, and let me let me let me let people know. I mean, even if you sign up and all this variant talk gets you nervous, it's virtual too. So your ticket you can use as a virtual ticket. You can uh, you can check us out uh, via uh, the uh, go to webinar uh, setup that we have. We do, we'll be doing that from from the venue, as well as uh, you know if you want to just come down and actually do it in person, you can come down as well. But I, let me let me do this. Please don't wait till the last minute. Don't because because I don't even think we're going. We 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 need to know in advance, especially since the city of Atlanta is really cracking down on venues in terms of size, in terms of, uh, you know, ba- making sure that there's a mask mandate in the city of Atlanta. Um, we need to know in advance. So um, we are now, what, 14 days out? We're, we're you know, two weeks out. So yes. please, this week, if you're going to sign up, it's 10 bucks. And the proceeds, portion of the proceeds go to the um, to the museum, to the Apex Museum. And big shout out to uh, Mike Austin and Team Airplay yeah. uh, for helping me, us hook everything up too. Go ahead. Let me say Tanya. this. Yeah. Uh, showing up to this event with your do-rag or a bandana around your 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 face is not a mask. So don't, please don't show up like <laughs> Damn, that. Damn, I can't do that. <laughs> no, no turtlenecks, no bandanas, oh, no on. do-rags. Come on, come on. I'm just saying. Do your best, okay. and, and you know what? Play if with, you play with me, if you want to, if you show I up will, and I will yeah. have no filter that day. Hey. If you show up and you forget, I'll have I'll have some extras extras there for folks at the door. How about that? How about that? Gonna give me some applause. Yeah. What you got, K Dub? You got any? You got any last minute thoughts, man? Any? Oh man, yeah. I was just reflecting on the Bruno Mars Anderson pack thing. Support uh real musicians to play instruments and encourage the youth to pick up. An instrument. That's what I feel. <laughs> and play. All right. Yeah. Before you get to the benediction, by um, any any final thoughts, any any shout outs, well, or any. From know. what I can see or listening here, can tell back in the day or our time or before our time, most of the entertainers they were skilled. Yeah. They just didn't. They learned everything. They learned the classicals. They learned the jazz. They was all about music, and then they made it their craft to get to whatever time was popular. These days, like we, we just try to find the next hit without interest in perfecting our craft. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to be what's going on. I think that's the probably part of the reason why I don't really listen to much today. I really don't want to be the, the grand, the grandfather sitting on the porch. It's just that uh, I don't hear the skill. Okay. Like okay. I said, like I look at this per- the other day, this Aretha Franklin, he said, she, he said, it's a good song. He said, "If it, if it sounds good today, but it even better if it sounds good tomorrow." 
Yeah, yeah, so true. But I, I got to say, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to say this, because we came up in a generation, first generation hip hop, okay? And I remember very, very clearly the two live crew, okay? I mean, that was part of, you know, my you know, my, my DJ days, you know, on the, on the ones and twos, you know, so two live crew, um, you know, the, 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 the the West coast stuff. I mean, when it got, you know, with NWA, Q, uh, Easy E, you know, and, you know, I guess what what we're talking about, what I'm saying is, you know, a, a lot of, the 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 lyrics have been going on for a long time lyrically and and you know i guess also culturally a lot of the lyrics have just been floating um this is i think this was a situation of tact being tactful you know or or lacking tact and um you know and i'm i'm going to see how it's i'm i'm just wondering my question is how it will affect going forward these collaborations and these crossover opportunities, because this was really probably more of a crossover thing. Cause what would you say the percentage of that event in Miami that he made the comments? What was it? Black to white. Tanya B. You know, turn I, your mic I think on. it might've been more, uh, and I, you know, because a lot of like the babies and little babies and little yeah. Wayne's and I understand Kanye was supposed to have rolled up and through and rolled out. Yeah. But it was a mixed crowd. Yeah, those are those acts that appeal exactly what you say. Yeah, they appeal to that 21, 22 year old drunk bar girl yeah. or the 21 year old drunk guy that, you know, will, that is like a Morgan Wallen and will drop the N word with no hesitation and think nothing yeah. is wrong with it. Yeah. And, you know, again, those impressions, but it's interesting because there are so many artists and yeah. a lot of them are in hip hop and R&B, you know, and they can be in pop and they can actually do a collaboration. I don't know whether I read about Dua Lipa, whether, you know, or not she's fluid or not, but he probably offended a lot of people yeah. and he had no idea what their preference is. Yeah, when we and Lollapalooza is a is, is majority white, pre- predominantly white crowd you know the event yeah 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 you see who they got to replace uh the the, the boy yeah yeah what was dumb it uh young but they got to replace dumb baby they got young thug who ain't young anymore but then they yeah, also had meg the stallion out there yesterday with her behind hanging out so hey yeah that's what I'm oh saying. yeah Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Go back and look. I gotta find that on YouTube. Oh, it's everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See what I mean? See what I mean, young? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Vi. All right, Vi. Yeah. Vi with that cleanse us. We need a benediction. Pray for us, please. <laughs> I, I would do my best. <laughs> Get up on that mic and let's let's hear it. But didn't you just say last hey, week if you raise up the children, you know, the right way they will follow? It's like they ain't following, but then again, they're not being raised either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be the old man sitting on the porch. I'm not going to be the old man sitting on the porch. Don't be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. But I do. We're think, not going to be. We're not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. Go ahead. Give Brian. him a chance. What you got? Well, you know, I mean, giving him a chance. I'm just saying that this situation is going to be a whole lot bigger than people think because it's going to have impact. It's going to have cultural impact, and the culture itself has been going on for a long time. It's a tough culture to change. A lot of people are going to be fighting it. That's why you got T.I., you got Boosie. You're going to have a lot of people that haven't. There are a lot of people who haven't said anything. And they're not going to because they know it's it's like kryptonite. But again, you got to remember, the LGBTQIA plus ABC XYZ, that community and that segment of the population is very powerful and they have a lot of influence with consumers and with money. And you know, at the end of the day, money talks over and above everything. Okay. And I'm going to be paying attention to collaborations going forward. We'll see if they continue with these types of collaborations. All right, go ahead, Vibe. What you got, man? Give us that benediction, bro. The devil knows that condemnation and shame keep us from approaching God in prayer so we can receive forgiveness and enjoy intimate fellowship with him. Feeling bad about ourselves or believing that God is angry with us, only separate us from his presence. He will never leave you, so don't withdraw from him because condemnation. Receive his forgiveness and walk with him. First John chapter 1, verse 9. But if we confess our sin to him, he is faithful, and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness.
All I'm saying, no matter what you're going to, going through, or what you think you have done, he will forgive you. There's nothing he won't forgive you because he will always be by your side. Just keep the faith, keep believing, and keep praying. Things will turn out for you, no matter what you think. God is good all the time. Amen. 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 Is that for Boosie? <laughs> Hallelujah. Or is that for the baby? I know I'm for dumb children, but anyway. <laughs> that is for anybody who thinks the world right. is coming to an end. It is All right. not. <laughs> All right, y'all, don't forget. Don't forget. Uh, make sure you get your tickets. Go to castropolis.net. You can go there. Just log. You can sign up castropolis.net again. It's all online. Don't be talking about, well, I'm going to walk up at the door. No, nah, ain't going to be Late not. <laughs> We will not be that close to you. <laughs> Wait, yeah, like what? Little baby, uh, the baby said you'd be down there doing in, in the parking lot. That's where you're going to be because you can't get in. I'm going to be there, so please come. Oh, wow. David Banner's in the house. He's going to be there. <laughs> come. See his hair. There you go. All right, y'all. Hey, again, we appreciate you. Again, go to castropolis.net. Tickets are there. And also make sure you sign up. Um, also, you know, connect with us on social media, uh, on on Instagram at This Is The G Podcast. Um, definitely go to Instagram first and, and all of our connections are in the bio you can just go there and find out where you can follow us on on facebook and on twitter but um hey y'all really appreciate you listening thanks for all the support and with that episode 91 is in the can and don't forget get your tickets now get your tickets now sign up and we greatly appreciate you and with that we are out of here peace happy happy birthday to my mother she turns 90 tomorrow happy happy 29 happy 29 to uh, to, uh, lady j as well hey appreciate you you know putting up with this crazy dude Twenty nine. Oh, thank you, bye. Yes, yes, right, it John. is. And with that, you can do a little party in it now at birthday party down to the apex after the. There we go. Set. Party, party. Okay. All right, y'all. We out of here. Peace. All right. Amen, people. Delta's real. Wear your mask. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. 